Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Thank you Ray for doing this. Oh, thank you for how having you, me. How do you pronounce your last name again? Wait, let me some no. I forget. Remember the time that I was doing your show and I said it in my head so many times that when I was on stage, I was like, I don't even remember what I I, I fucked up your name for sure. Did, did you I, really? Did I? I don't know. Oh, I hope I didn't. It's Zawadney. Zawadney. I don't think you okay. Did. I didn't. Okay. Good. Most people do though. Z- Zawadney. Zawadney. Yeah. It's a hard name. I had somebody bring me up with the exact. Uh, they said your next comedian Ray. Zawini or some shit like that Oh that's awful They said or some shit like that Yeah you can't say that You can't do that Just like say it confident Mess it up and say it confident Or what you do A trick that I do is I'll get the audience to clap So I'm like okay Start clapping right now for Ray (laughs) But that's better though It's confident and it's a trick It's not like 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 you have a a good last name Yeah Easy easy. to read Mm -hmm. I don't mind though like uh, I hate when people get offended when someone messes up their name. I would be annoyed if someone said some shit like that because it's See, like that's what I that's what rude. I get mad about. Yeah, is but if if somebody messes up Zawadni, I kind of understand. And like right when you see a Z at the beginning of a last name, it's like uh, yeah. I don't want to mess it up. But no, absolutely. I think um, that's fine. And people have called me the wrong name because when I started comedy here, there was already a comedian called Haley Boyle. We look nothing alike, but they would just get confused and be like, Haley Boyle, and that's fine. I did that to this comic whose name is uh, Luis something. Luis something. But it reads Lewis. So I kept reading Lewis and I was really confused, but I was like, I know it's not Lewis, 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 Lewis. And then when I got on stage, I was like, Lewis Gomez. But then I went, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was so concentrated on your first name. Wait, everybody stop. Everybody stop. We're going to do this again. And then I brought him up as his right name. (laughs) And then he did my boyfriend's podcast and was like, "Uh, yeah, I hate when people bring me up as Lewis J. Gomez. And I, I was like leaning, oh, fuck, that was about me. And he was like, no, that was about my co-host. My co-host brought him up as Lewis. And I was oh, like, really? okay, obviously this is like a lot of people have done this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pe- people have, I mean, I get it more more often than not, people mess up my name. Yeah. And so, uh, my name in Irish, my name, it was never Irish, let's say. It was always English. But if it were Irish, it'd be Cachi Nivuela. Uh, and that would have been awful for people. But that would have been awesome. I kind of thought about it when I started at comedy because let's say like my brothers and sisters were really young and um, they just, you know, anything to bully kids or slag them. So they would get slagged about my comedy and I was like, oh, I should. They would get what? Slagged. It's like roasted. Oh, you know? I like that. Yeah. There was like, I had this joke about a vibrator and it being like haunted by a Catholic ghost and they were all like, oh my God, your sister's a pervert. And I'm like, it's clearly... Like, the fact that they didn't, they weren't like, oh, this is obviously, like, a silly joke. Yeah. And also, it doesn't matter, right? But they're like, ew, she's talking about vibrator. 
Um, so they got like slagged about it, but <laughs> I had thought, oh, I should do my name as Cachinibuela, but um, but yeah, it'd be just so hard for people to pronounce. It sounds cool, but yeah, oh, very yeah. few people would be. Oh no, they'd be able to. If they can't get Zawadni. I don't think they're getting Cachinibuela. No, no. no, and then like, did I just mess it up? No, that was good. Okay. A little bit, but it was good. Um, I'm probably, there's probably an Irish listener now listening uh, who speaks fluent Gaelga being like, you're messing up your own name. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the, oh yeah, I my friends are funny because a lot of them aren't white comedian friends and they say like how people fuck up their name here. And I've heard that like a few times, but <laughs> as an Irish immigrant, uh, white Americans fuck up their own names. So like here, like Gallagher is Gallagher or yeah. Mahoney is Mahoney and Mahone in Irish is my arse. So no one would say my name is my arsey, you know? So they're fucking up their own name and it translates way worse than if they just learned their own pronunciation of their name. Well, yeah, my, my last name is Zavudny. You oh, pronounce yeah. the W as a V. Yeah, so you've already sound. made it easier for people. In yeah. <laughs> and they're still like, what? Can you just be John? <laughs> you, Ray John. You said you said slag as a term. There was, there was When I first started doing comedy in Pittsburgh, there was one Irish guy that used to hang out at the bar. He would never go into the showroom. And what he would always say that I thought was a cool thing to say, and I still say it to this day, he's like, he's like oh, why don't you let me come in there and crack wise? Crack he would wise? say crack wise. Yeah, I've never said that, but I didn't I hear anybody say that before. Heard it, I think, but not in that way. But it does sound familiar. That might not be an Irish thing. It might just be an alcoholic thing. Yeah, like, it was I just a know, drunk. Yeah. It could be a different asshole. generation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be just the the older generation. It's so funny because this just came into my head. But I was trying to think. Oh, have I ever heard my dad say that? Maybe that's an older generation. But I haven't. But what he'll do is he'll like you know when you're like texting and text language is like our generation so like shortened down i feel like the newer generation of people are going back to like real words oh really i think so i feel, I don't know are you remember, talking about like deaf like, like instead of definitely yeah and ttyl or no wait talk to, whatever talk to you later is i can only do it if i'm automatically texting but my dad will do that but he makes up his own ones so a sentence will be like <laughs> bz or and i'm like i have no idea what the fuck that means <laughs> and it's like you know i can't even think but it's just like and he's like obviously this means i went to the store and i'm like how yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't understand that there is like text language that everybody understands he just thinks you can just make up your own acronyms yeah. for words <laughs> ird i don't know what that means i'm really drunk that's yeah, what it yeah, means yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I thought it'd be fun to have you on because what do you, wait firstly have did you watch bridgerton no i didn't okay i just be we did an episode last week with sabine you know sabine and we were just yeah, talking about yeah. like how it like kind of affects you and it's a little toxic and then your expectations um but i then uh was i came in last night and sam was watching it and then i was like oh i'll ask ray really quickly if he watched it and how he felt but you didn't see it so never mind is it good would you recommend it um my boyfriend was like i don't want to watch this shit and then he came in for the very last episode and her full tits were on the screen and he was like well maybe i should watch it and i was like no this was just the last episode there's no tits anywhere oh they saved the best for last it was unnecessary it was like they were like oh we haven't been sexy enough this season so let's just put her tits on the screen but um sam's watching it and he really likes it and he'll like make noises while he's watching it like no and <laughs> ah! <laughs> he's really into it um it was funny because the the guy is like the ultimate kind of fuck boy. What I would describe a fuck boy as like he isn't like a slut, but he doesn't want to maybe not a fuck boy is a great analogy, but like the guy who's afraid of commitment, but it's because mm. he doesn't want to get hurt. 
and he doesn't want to you know ever like feel like he's vulnerable with someone so he's like choosing the wrong girl the whole time so he doesn't have to understand his own feelings and I was saying that to because Sam was like oh this guy's so annoying and I was like well he's kind of just like this type of fuck boy and he was like oh he's not a bad guy <laughs> and I was like you're relating you're relating well it, it, it is related there's a lot of dudes that that do that and I've done that uh, but but that was something I started getting over you because you mentioned the the hurt thing. Yeah. Like, have you ever heard somebody say like, "Yeah, I just you know I've been hurt before. I just don't want to get into something right now." And it's like, yeah, dude, everybody's been hurt before. Everybody. If you've ever been in a relationship and you're not currently in a relationship, it means there's a fifty percent chance you were hurt before. Exactly, and it's also like just so. Hmm, I don't know what the word is, but just to hold on to that. So like that, you're like. My friend was seeing someone recently and his previous ex was like, and what she did sounded absolutely mental, like real fucked up shit. But then he kept being like to her, but what if you turn out like that? What if you end up crazy? What if you did this? And he was like nervous to get into a relationship because of it. And it's like, he just had a bad experience with this girl. And he's like, yes, all women are going to do. It's yeah. like you paint the... Broad you, strokes and you you can't like, you can't blame a future person for yeah. previous per people okay yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. you should like be like okay i'm afraid this is but also that was like such a fucked up situation that would be insane that that would happen to him twice <laughs> like yeah right, yeah. right. <laughs> something super specific <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah yeah. like wild uh there's no i like i dated a ton of guys who were like narcissistic or like abusive um and it happened to me loads of situations but at some point i was like okay i'm obviously attracted to this and what's going on and i need to go to therapy but i didn't stop dating because of it i wasn't and, like, and that's a more common occurrence yeah like like to find like somebody that's narcissistic or somebody or a fuck boy yeah yeah yeah. especially in new york city which oh my god yeah well i mean I, i'm sure i have a good bit of fuck boy tendencies i think I okay think we so all what do. are your fuck boy tendencies well i mean i've i've done some ghosting in the past that i'm no. not proud of i know i know oh no i just read because i was reading up all about the different terms and some psychologists say that ghosting is like uh, a form of like emotional abuse i think they said let me quote it because yeah quote this i oh it's on my phone i took a screenshot but i'll find it here but like they said uh and they were basically just like you know don't ghost somebody it's really mean um, I, I could tell you why i do it and it, but it is a it is a like it's gonna sound like i'm lying I'm just really bad at difficult conversations. Okay, here, I have it here. Some psychologists believe ghosting is a form of emotional cruelty. No, that's not it. <laughs> I don't, like, get off on it. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it is to the other person because you're just going, I can't deal with this conversation, so I'm just going to be like, I'm out. But the person is that's waiting. That's it. That's why I did it. Yeah, but then, so you don't text. The person's waiting one day. Second day, anxiety gets higher. Third day, anxiety gets higher. Fourth day, they're like... Oh, like it's like going in their head. It's like, well, what did I do? Was I talking too much? Were they just not attracted to me? Um, should I text? But I don't want to seem needy. So, um, and like, obviously the reasonable or like the extremely sh secure person would go, oh, fuck this guy didn't text me. Um, they're not worth my time. But who is that secure? Most people aren't. And it, it also uh, plays into the whole like anxious where now you're thinking about it more because you feel you feel, you're not even properly rejected. So do you think do you think it's never OK to ghost? Um, I mean, if you're dating someone who's being shitty and abusive and they're going to it might be it's probably easier to ghost in that situation. Well, what What if what if you like went on like two dates with somebody that you met online and you just stopped talking to them? Um, I mean, that happens. I still think it's nicer to be like, hey, sorry, I'm not feeling this. 
Yeah, oh, but I just hate disappointing people. We, or you're disappointing them longer because each day they're looking, seeing if you text, and then they get, and then it's more of a tr- like you get, you get more attached. Because then maybe I just hate seeing the receipt of it. The, you know, like having the, com- you know what I mean, like yeah, like knowing for a fact how much I disappointed somebody or how yeah. or hurt somebody's feelings. I think two dates. I, I probably is, need therapy. Is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think two dates isn't as bad, but you know, you'd be amazed how like in your eyes it might be like two dates but in that person's eyes it might have been like oh we really connected we had such a great time so it's just easier to say i'm not feeling it it's it's so much kinder to just fully reject someone than just also as well you just ghost it's like sometimes people really delude themselves and they're like maybe you got hit by a train <laughs> you know? that, I'd, I'd, i think i would prefer to be ghosted really myself yeah really i think i would like to not know why somebody doesn't like me i mean you don't have to say oh i don't like the way your ears are shaped or something or whatever the specific reason <laughs> but you could just be like um hey i had a lot of fun but um yeah this isn't just gonna this isn't gonna work for me and then if the person starts going why 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 then fucking ghost them that's weird because then yeah. the person will be like yeah cool that's thanks yeah what mean thing do you want me to say to you yeah, to you don't get have you to off s- my back you don't have to say it you just have to say like if they're texting you being like how's your day and you're kind of like oh, i don't want to continue with this you could be like um Hey, it's been it's been good, but I actually don't see us going on another date. Um, but I think you're lovely and best of luck. Maybe I'd prefer it to play into my mild narcissism. Like you, I like what you said. Somebody ghosts me. I'm just like, I bet they're in love with me. But they probably <laughs> got hit by a car. <laughs> yeah. No way of knowing. I didn't know. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's the longest you've been dating someone that you've ghosted them? Oh, I don't want to say. I think like 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 a month or two. Yeah. Yeah, and I said that I didn't ghost them, but I kind of did. Who did you say you didn't ghost them to? So to, to everybody, because technically I I didn't like just vanish. But what I did is it was it was a girl that I was dating, and I oh man, I'm gonna sound like such a shit. <laughs> and it was like like things were kind of like fizzling out, and I sent a happy birthday text to her on her birthday. And then she just said thanks, and then I never talked to her again. Um, that doesn't seem like ghosting though, because she said thanks. I know, but like we were kind of like, like I didn't even like ask her to do anything for her birthday. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> no, I don't feel great about it. Um, not bad per se though. Okay, so what? It was two months. It was two months ish. Yeah, in that ballpark. I mean, it's still kind of you didn't have the exclusivity talk. No. Yeah. No, I think you're fine. I mean, you said happy birthday. She said thanks. I'm sure that she probably was like, oh, you know, I want to date someone who is serious enough to want to be with me on my birthday. So it's fine. Yeah. I mean, she would have she would have followed up like, thanks. How are you? If she wanted to kind of if she wasn't mad or wanted to continue yeah. it. So I, I I think this sounds more mutual than just pure ghosting. Ghosting as well can be like where everything's fine you're chatting and maybe they meet someone else and they don't want to tell you so they just you just never hear from them again so for the person everything was going great and then they just drop off the face of the planet but is that people that have met in person actually yeah yeah i think if you ghost online it's fine yeah yeah that's not even ghosting that's just we stop talking Well, well that's what that's what i think uh like part of the tough thing with online dating is is be and and why ghosting probably happens so much is because we're never putting ourselves out there and having the conversations that we should like the difficult conversations without having like an immediate ripcord because we're meeting online you just people are just like stop talking to each other in an instant 
we're judging people purely based off a picture and a couple prompts. Like it just made it so easy that it's like, why even if, if everything up to that point has been easy, why not just completely quit talking to somebody? Yeah. Not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying it's it's a probably part of the reason no, why, no, where no, ghosting absolutely. comes it's from. It's so much easier. It's the same way. It's way easier to write a mean comment on a Instagram clip than to say it to the person's face. Because it just like, seems like there's no... It doesn't seem as real, maybe. Yeah, there's no repercussion or yeah. anything like that. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think as well that with online dating as well, you're dating whatever picture of this person you have in their head. your head. It's so easy to read a sentence and be like, oh, that's so weird. What? Like, I saw someone post a Instagram story. Uh, it's a comedian, no, uh, Matt Maron. Um, not well. I know who he is. But he, he loves WWE or WWF or whatever the fuck it is. Okay. And he was like blocking this girl. Like, and he, he, it was like a joke, but also I'm sure he did block her because he said like, oh, I do WWE or whatever it is. And she was like, oh, that's so, I hate WWE. It's so lame. And she shouldn't have said that. That's rude. But it's just easy for him to go, oh, fuck that. And it's like, she might have meant that in a joke tone. And it just, whereas in real life, that could have been like, oh my God, that's so lame. Like trying to be flirty. Yeah. Um, or it could have been rude in real life too. But it's still like, you're missing a lot of those subtle body communications, tone of voice. And like 80% of our communication, this is just a number of true out there, but I think it is 80%, is done through body communication. No, wait, body language. It's 86%. Oh my God. Right. No, I was no, so I, close. I just guessed. Oh, never mind. Okay, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just doubling down. <laughs> it's 94. <laughs> it's 94. We're just gonna keep it. It's, it's actually 100. Yeah. When I say hello, I do. Yeah. And this means I'm really happy. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> um. But yeah, I think there's a lot. I, well, let's see what the ghosting says here. Yeah. <sighs> ghosting is nothing in today's modern culture. It describes the act of abruptly and seemingly without reason. Uh, stopping all communication with a budding romantic partner. The co- the ghoster vanishes into thin air, thin air, ignoring the other person's text calls and carrier pigeon memos, ceasing all contact. That's hilarious. The worst thing about ghosting is that it leaves the other person completely bewildered and confused as to where it went wrong. I think that's really important because yeah, yeah it, they could be like. <sighs> I just think it just takes a super secure person to be like, you know, all the memes on Instagram. I don't know why my explorer is all these like, you go girl type of memes. But uh, it's like, if he goes, he's just showing his true color and he's not worth it. And it's like, yeah, 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 that's great. And that's great advice. But when you're in it, that's, you don't, you're not like, no one is that maybe like an older woman like i think if it happened to me now i'd be like oh yeah whatever thanks i'm glad he showed me his true colors but at like 21 2 3 4 5 6 even i was like oh my god it's me it's the way i ate my food and now yeah. you've developed a new insecurity it's a selfish move yeah for sure and it's also like that you know it's totally fine if a guy is like hey we had a lot of fun but i just don't feel a connection because it's anybody who gets offended about that i don't feel connection with 99 percent of the people i meet i am right now only feel a connection with my current boyfriend so it's like it's not an offense to anyone that they don't feel a vibe do you do you think that what because because sometimes i i feel like even when you say something like i don't feel a connection i i enjoyed my time with you but i don't feel a connection i think that's a lie usually isn't it well it must be true if you don't want to see them again. Well, the the second part is true. Or the I don't want to see you again is true. But the I enjoyed my time, probably you didn't though. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's just being nice. Well, you could just say, you could just say, yeah, well, yeah I, I feel like you, I want to be nice about it. <laughs> but I also I, don't want to get murdered. <laughs> that's true. It's going to be d- different for, for you. But 
me like i don't think anybody's gonna murder actually somebody might murder me but yeah i i i have a thing where i don't want to like give somebody a stock line yeah i think a stock line is better than ghosting though but i think you're right so if you were like you're right this is me just trying to justify yeah yeah my, yeah, yeah. My either past way behavior. yeah i mean <laughs> you're not gonna be like hey I truly hate your nose and I couldn't spend the rest of my life looking at that nose. No, that's mean. <laughs> Is, did you just look at my nose and that's no, what made you think No, I it? just picked a... I tried to pick a... I was oh, going to say no. teeth, but then I have a gap in my teeth. So I didn't want the listeners to go, oh my God, do you have an insecurity about your teeth? And so I was trying to think of, you know, your nose is fine. Now, now I'm trying to hide my, hide my <laughs> nose. I'm just going to hide my nose behind the microphone so you can't see it. No, your nose is great. Um, Thank you. And then we read about the psychologist feeling... it. Oh, yeah. They said it's emotional cruelty and deepens feelings of abandonment and desertion. And I I think that's um, uh, if you're seeing someone that is not working out for whatever reason, it's best to break up with them right away, even if it might be a difficult conversation. And I do think that's true. So anyone, anyone who also has everybody has some sort of fucking childhood trauma, like from a parent, all parents now are like, shit, every parent's like, we did it wrong. But I mean, it's pulling into like whatever if they were like, I just think there's like deeper. So if you're ghosted and let's say you're like dad left or whatever, you're like, oh, God. You're like, you don't know what yeah. they're dealing with in the background. Not that that's your responsibility. Yeah, not that that's your responsibility, but True. I think, yeah. Then there's another term. Have you heard of this haunting? Have you ever haunted? I'm not dead yet. Okay, Can't. so I'm, um, yes, you are. Dun, you, dun, dun. What a twist for the podcast for you. That would be that would be a huge episode. <laughs> From beyond the grave, Ray Zawatney. <laughs> <laughs> You'd and get a lot just, of listeners from my family. They'd be like, holy shit. We haven't seen him crying. in years. They're like, he ghosted us, really. Yeah. <laughs> you're ghosting on the podcast. Oh, you're, my God. <laughs> you're going to post, I got Ray Zawatney on the podcast, and comments are going to be like, why, well, he's been dead for 10 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, boo, you're pronouncing my name wrong, boo. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the girls listening are like, that's why he didn't text me back yeah. he literally <laughs> ghosted me he did get knocked over by that train <laughs> um after ghosting comes haunting and i think for the listeners i've covered this like two and a half years ago so this is just a refresher because i remember some of these terms covering but then the, when i was reading this article there was way new terms and the reason why i already told ray this is my friend said a term and will will remind me to do at the end because i've sure. never heard of this term before it's a new term and they were t- they were like talking about it last night and we were all like oh my god that's happened to us but so haunting um, after ghosting comes haunting. Sometimes people ghost a potential partner will pop back up in the person's life once again without warning or explanation. Haunting is indirect like a text or a phone call. It's a subtle and usually done through social media. Haunters may like an Instagram photo. This has happened to me a million times or react to a story. It's always a fire as well. Ghosting you, taking you by surprise. These lazy elements um oh sorry these lazy attempts at connection shouldn't be taken as anything other than a ghost trying to cause trouble (laughs) it's a bold ghost if they wanted to reach (laughs) out and rekindle the flame uh they have your phone number this is so true like my dad always said this to me when i was dating he was like if someone's interested in you they'll make the effort um if they're not and so you make these excuses so like you're like they ghost you and you're like oh they're probably just busy and then a month later they'll fire your story and they're like and you're like oh yeah they're back in my life and it's like no that's not even minimum effort. So the the haunting is purely for sex. Yeah. To, and it's also purely for, to keep you on. So I think what a lot of guys do is they're not ready for a relationship. They want to keep you on the hook. They don't want to have the hard conversation that they don't want to... Because they don't want to cut... They don't want to lose you. Because you're sex. Yeah. So they'll just kind of ghost you. 
And then in a month later, they like fire your story because they're like, hey, I'm still here. Like, and then they, they're keeping you on a leash. It's like keeping you like, remember I'm here so that they can ca- tra- rekindle that whenever they feel ready to or whenever yeah. they want to. It's a hundred. Oh God. I'm not sure if I've done that before, but I pro- I, I may have. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, it, it's it, That's pretty awful. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. Uh, that's uh, the, the fire one. Yeah, I've probably done it. It's just so strange that you didn't reply to someone's text and then a month later you're like, oh, I should fire this story of them in their bikini. But it's like they just really don't even realize. Well, I think it's purely motivated by sex, though. Yeah. You know, it's it's like maybe a guy, he ghosts a girl and then he's like, uh, sees her again. He's like, man, what the f- what was I thinking? This is a hot girl. Yeah. But it's not some. But clearly, it's not somebody that he's emotionally connected to, yeah. or gave her the time of day when he should have. And you know what he was thinking? It was probably getting to the stage where they were probably like, maybe about to bring up exclusivity, or where's this going? So they ghost them, and then they can restart it again with a fire, because it's like restarting it every time. You know, it, it, <laughs> just rekindling the fire. Yeah, hundred percent. Because then it's gonna start again with a like free text message, or maybe a fl- all the flirt. It's you're you've reset the whole time that maybe the four weeks that was building up to exclusivity, you've reset it again now. How do you how do you think you did the because because my dad mentioned that he like he was like he didn't call it ghosting. But when I told him what I've done in the past, he said, yeah, he's like, I guess it's harder now because there's so many ways to reach you. But he's like, if there was somebody you wanted to see, you would just run out of the bar when you knew they were coming in. <laughs> my my <laughs> a person I shouldn't say you because they might shout at me for telling, but a person from the older generation has this really funny story where they were drunk and gave a person their number. But then the next day they turned up at their football game and was like, I am not attracted to this person at all. And saw them waving at the and ran off the pitch mid football game and just ran home. <laughs> so it's not I don't even know what that is. That's like ghosting in real life. That's live ghosting. Yes, live ghosting. Well, that's, that's what I mean before. Like, like, because this is what made me think of it is you were saying sent a fire emoji or sent the fire thing. Yeah. Like, were you able to haunt before? the internet and that type of communication i don't think so because what are you gonna do send a letter that just says a picture of the fire <laughs> <laughs> light a fire like, outside their house wow, yeah, 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 yeah. Hi. <laughs> you've been killing it lately yeah and then you come out to talk to them and they run away <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's so true and i think as well some of the behavior nowadays will be considered like well i guess offensive in the old days um because you know there's that whole thing of respect and like let's go for a dance before we kiss like my grandmother talks about how they would go to a concert and then the man would ask you to dance and buy you a mineral and you say yes or no and yes means you're interested but it's like a whole big game before you even kiss it's like an ordeal yeah yeah yeah. so i think if someone was just sending you a letter that says what's up and then another letter a week later that's like fire you'd be like this person needs to go to a mental institution it wouldn't (laughs) i guess it just wouldn't make sense um there's way more courting back in the day well and and i think that there's a difference too where um back then if maybe maybe not if you lived in somewhere like new york city but if if you like grew up in like pittsburgh where i'm from which is a much smaller town you're options were pretty limited on who you would date there's like 12 people you could date now like you have your cell phone and there are just like a million people and and it's like you know if if you have like like a hinge app for example you know you're like talking to one person and you have that like grass is greener or like fomo or there's other there's other people on this app that may be my real connection and i'm talking to this person it's just like ugh 
I, I, th- I think that we're like, we're overwhelmed with, with options. I completely agree. I think that um, if you, like there's this therapist who's been on the podcast before and said for women to give nice guys five dates because it takes a while for a nice person to open up. Whereas with more toxic people, um, you know, they kind of play their cards straight away on the table and you feel like a big intense connection, but usually that's like more toxic than... Uh, so I think it's really hard in this day and age because there was so much courting before. I think it's really hard in this day and age for n- nice people to get to that fifth date to open up, to get more comfortable because you're just like, oh, they're boring or oh, they didn't tell me about their childhood trauma on the first day. And like sometimes, even though I got to a point where I was sick of hearing it, if I'm honest, when I first was hearing all about traumas and stuff, I was like, oh, this is interesting. And oh, I can fix them, you know, whatever. But my point is that just, you know, letting someone like open up slowly which is actually more healthy Fuck. yeah you're just like next next or or if you're on the app and you're like okay you're talking to this girl and she's like hot body and is funny and then you then you start talking to another girl who's hot body funny and has bigger boobs or then you start talking to another, and it's like yeah, yeah you just you, you're not getting the chance to actually build a connection with anybody i'm learning so much on this <laughs> podcast i just i think i'm toxic <laughs> i am i put like I, I didn't even maybe it is a move i don't do it subconscious or maybe it's sub. i am like a complete open book at all times yeah but that's wrong probably i don't think so. it depends are you doing it like okay so if you mm, it is it's attention seeking behavior it seems it's like. like trauma bonding so they have a term for it and it's where you're like oh you know my father was really abusive to me as a child and of course that's awful for anybody but like that's not normal to tell a stranger on a first date and then women are very nurturing sometimes so they're just like oh my god tell me more um i don't think i say it in a sad way though i think i say it in a way like to be funny yeah yeah yeah. it's like it's like i'm I'm like doing a a variation of my act yeah i think think it's a little different but it is i wow that's shit i gotta work on that <laughs> well because you're telling these <clears throat> that's also harder for comedians because i'm an open book as well and i'm like very open with a lot of my stuff but there is stuff that i wouldn't tell a partner that i'm more comfortable saying on the patreon that would take me months <laughs> to tell a partner <laughs> because you know i don't i don't want them to be like you know that's a good way to get Leland to subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah, I did not want him to su- subscribe. <laughs> he already knows everything I say on it. But like, I mean, it took a few months before I opened up to him with stuff that I just easily say on a Patreon. But it's like, um, the w- I think for comedians, we're so used to like entertaining and talking about our deep stuff on stage that that's not a big deal. But if if you're telling like deep stuff to a person at first date, they I truly think if they're not a comedian, they're going to think, Oh my god, this person must really like me. They really shared about their childhood. Oh, they really shared shit. about their past. But I would share that with anybody. I know, me too. I share it with a st- bunch of strangers. So, yeah. but there is certain stuff that I do keep to slowly because I want the person to really know me and especially if I'm sharing stuff about like my childhood or my mother, I want them to know I don't want them to be like, shit, is she going to do that to me? Or is she going to turn into that? That's just my own fear. So it takes a while to But um yeah, That's I think, really good advice. Yeah. Keep, keep my cards a little closer to the vest. Yeah, because they'll just automatically... I I truly think that if someone, especially women per se, they'll be like, oh my God, yeah, he told me all about like his childhood history. Like he really <clears throat> opened up and like we must have really... Like we had a great connection. Like we stayed up all night talking. And then for you, you're just like, oh, it's just me running my hour. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have any spots tonight, so I <laughs> yeah. thought I would try to practice on her. Yeah, uh, but a lot of guys do that who aren't comedians. 
like I dated a DJ and the audience know about this, but <laughs> I know, I know, but, <laughs> but he, um, cool, cool. he, uh, and you know, for any of the listeners, I'll just do it quick. Cause I don't want to like repeat too much, but he was like having the girlfriend experience without ever, he never wanted to use the label. He wanted to wait until he was ready. But the whole time, like our first date, we talked for like six hours about all of his shit, all of his childhood traumas. And at the time, this is only me like two years ago. I was like, oh my God, like he really, really opened up to me. And you know, now in hindsight, I'm like, I never, I had, I've experienced really awful shit and I wasn't word, I wasn't like talking about all that and like looking for advice from a stranger. And it's only in hindsight, I was like, oh, I was an unpaid therapist. Um, And, and he was like forming a bond with me, but then like always keeping the label thing. So he was getting everything he wanted out of this, you know, free therapist, sex, uh, company time but then when you know he wanted to do he just never had to he, I was never his girlfriend so technically he could do what he wants you know he yeah, could still like talk to other women or see that's that's a that's kind of a bullshit thing that I think is very prominent I don't know if it was in the past but I know in like our generation yeah. this like half in half out type of commitment it really fucks I had to say to my friend the other day um you know she felt really guilty because she had asked a guy to be exclusive and then he um he he didn't he wasn't ready and she was being chill and cool and i would and i'd be like well actually in hindsight i probably have been like okay i'll be chill and cool but now i wouldn't but um uh, and then i i said to her like talk to other people on the internet and she started to feel really uh guilty about it but i was like to her until someone says you're their girlfriend or you're in an exclusive relationship that's leading towards girlfriend or similar thing you own no, n- nothing because they're not giving you and i think back in the old days courtship you know w- there was like you would get in trouble if it was found out that you were seeing other people now you need a fucking written document that's like are you only seeing me that's true and are we in a committed relationship and it is i want to make an app and if anybody who listens do this, you better fucking give me royalties because I don't know how to make apps. But I want to make an app that is l- you're only allowed on it if you're looking for a long term relationship. And so in this app, you're monogamous looking for a long term relationship. And then you have different things. So like, you know, you know, different um, categories you can subscribe to. Like I want to have kids or whatever. And you're only shown to the people who want the same stuff. Because if you're she, right now, she's pooling from guys all in New York. And so you got to date them till the third, fourth date, find out if they, and she wants a long-term relationship and wants family. And it's like, I was thinking, I was saying to Leland, it'd be so much easier if she could just pull from the people who want the same things and then... Get it narrowed down. Yeah, instead of wasting your time, because you know, you can't really ask someone on the first date, hey, do you want to rela- be in a relationship? You it- think you'll ever have kids? Yeah, yeah. Like, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if somebody wants kids, if that's asked on the first date, that's going to be like... And that's uh, really important go. for... I know, it freaked me out one time a guy asked me and I was like, I don't know, but I think it's really important for women who do want it because, you know, they've maybe like a... If they want to have it by natural birth, they've a ticking fucking time bomb. Oh, that sucks. That's tough. Yeah. So it's like, I think in the older days, um, or the, let's say like the, la- like our grandparents generation, it was maybe easier, but then there was also a lot of all awful stuff. I'd never go back in time, but sure. I think, yeah, I think you're right with the too much options. And so you got to go on, well, three dates with one guy before you even find out if they're looking for a relationship and even then they're they'll probably use the line like yeah one day if i have that connection but really interested and casual now and it's like ugh. and then you have to do that with multiple people 
That's so much time. It is. It is, and and a lot of wasted time for a lot sure. Of waste. And who has the time to be doing that? On top of having a couple of jobs just to survive, a couple of jobs, and wanting to hang out with your friends yeah. that you already know are your friends after friend dates. Yes, you know, after yeah. all the years of of putting in work there. Oh my god, I it's, am... it's 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 overwhelming, like like uh like that. But but it is something. Like have have you ever run into? Because I've run into situations where I assume things. Yeah. Like because because you don't want to because it feels lame to have the. Uh, I was talking to somebody about this. The are you are, are we, you know, are you my girlfriend, you know, or do you yeah. want to be my girlfriend? It's like I'm, th- I'm 32. That seems like a really lame conversation to have, but it is a conversation that is 100% necessary. You have to have it because when we presume things, you could presume it, and I, you could be like, oh, she's my girlfriend, and she could have a totally different where she's like, he hasn't said, so I'm gonna keep talking to people and keep doing my thing. Yeah, or, yeah, y- you could never presume. So and it's almost like it kind of gives people like this easy out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm so bad at difficult conversations. But you're in a relationship now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How long were you guys dating before you? Mm, like three months. Yeah, Four I usually, months? I usually feel like three months is the yeah. exclusive talk at the latest. Maybe sometimes I think when you spend a lot of time with someone, it happens earlier. Like me and Leland, it happened a month, but we were spending so much time together, and we kind of knew each other from before. Yeah, it was it was very like. It it depends on how something's exp- like how you know what I mean. Like time for some people is it's I think it's just so different. So different. Like, like if if you all were hanging out like every single day, this was like like you would go on a date, and then a week later would be the next date, and then yes, something would come up, and like two weeks later was the next time you meet up until it gets like yeah, it's like one of those where you slowly but surely start spending more comfort. time together. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's different. I'm and I've even had a friend who's was like dating someone six months before they had that, but that was because she really took her time and was one date maybe every two weeks and was like kind of focused on yeah well, i think the pandemic expedited a lot of relationships because yeah. it got people to move in together yeah. quick it got uh you couldn't go on dates certain places so like you were going over each other's houses yeah you faster. were exclusive quicker because you didn't want to get covid yeah so exclusive talk was happening way before relationship a talk a talk true because it, it, it was so weird it was like hey i want to keep hanging out but like i don't want to die i don't want you going to other people's yeah, houses and yeah. bringing covid over here yeah so you yeah. were automatically in someone's bubble like i was talking to a couple of guys on hinge and then i met up with one guy i really liked uh and he was like okay if we're gonna do this like i i just need exclusivity not for like relationship but just because i don't want to get sick yeah and i was like okay cool so and you know what? He never wanted relationship. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so that was confusing to, I feel like that's another thing. We always have to be careful with the exclusive versus relationship. So like when Leland asked me to be exclusive, he was like, that's like, we're in a relationship. That's the same thing to me. And I was like, okay, cool. But other guys, I had a guy say we could be exclusive, but he was like, but we're not girlfriend, boyfriend. What? Yeah. It's so confusing. I thought it was the same. Uh, me too. Because I feel like if you're only dating and having sex with one person and you say that we're exclusive, that's a relationship. Yeah, but I think for some of these guys, it's like an easy out. So it's like, well, if he did have sex mm. with someone else, he'd say, well, I don't have a girlfriend. And like, what? well, we said we're exclusive. We're not girlfriend, boyfriend. So it's just a way to keep you exclusive. It's and a not, manipulative. Yeah, it's a fucking manipulative. Manipulative. These little bastards. 
<laughs> okay, so we did haunting. Let's see what the next one is. Submarining. I definitely didn't talk about this on the podcast before. I do not know what this is. I have no idea what this is. Submarining is similar to haunting, but instead of being subtle about their attempt to pop back into their life, they'll resurface completely. Oh my God, like a submarine. <laughs> a ghoster might reach out via text, act like nothing ever happened without an apology, which also I hate because that makes people feel a bit crazy. They're like you know where they're just like hey what's up and you're like wait wasn't i mad at you a month ago i'm a bit confused but you're acting like nothing happened i hate that um and then uh uh, submarines will always find their way back into the shadows of deep mysterious seas this is like a novel what did they also write bridgerton uh so don't make a mistake with the resurfacing connection so i guess that's just saying it's more intense than than there's zombieing which I've talked about before, but a zombie describes a ghost that just pops back into someone's life months or years past the original ghosting and tries to reestablish a connection. The zombie might try to fool you into thinking they're a new person and that they didn't mean to ghost you originally. They're all kind of similar terms. Yeah. I right, I bet in the 80s, ghosting was way different when the movie Ghost was popular. <laughs> it was like somebody... It was from, like, oh my God, he ghosted me? Yeah. But he just like helped well, you like rub a pottery? <laughs> yeah. It's like a sexual term. Yeah, yeah. we ghosted last we night. We ghosted. I just we made a bunch of pottery <laughs> naked. That's so oh. true. I had a guy who I was really into, but it was only like four dates. But I really, really liked him. And then he kind of brought up that he'd never be looking for a relationship, which was weird because our first talks at the start were that. And I had really explicitly said that I was like looking for, I was like totally worn out at this stage with New York dating. Yeah. So I was like really upfront with what I wanted, but then he was like, oh, yeah, I don't really want a relationship, but I want to keep doing this, like being friends, basically being friends who fuck. And I'm like, oh, I have enough friends. Yeah. But so anyway, I said, no, no, thank you. Best of luck. And he was like, you're so great. Best of luck. And then, um, and whatever, at least we did have that conversation. At least he didn't drag me around from like, uh, what's that word? Drag me on for months. Le- Lead me on. Lead you on. Uh, and then uh, two months later, I met Leland and uh, we've been together for nearly a year. But on recently, I posted a photo of us and he liked it. And I just thought that was so strange. I forgot. That was a spite. It's very strange. I mean, why you like it? I t- completely forgot we were still following each other. And then I also I'm more in the land of I'm not going to unfollow or remove a follow from a guy because I don't want them to think that I'm like I don't know. I'm just like... I think it's cool. a power move not to. Like, I'm not worried about you. Yeah, exactly. I've done it with the... I did it with the DJ because he kept liking stuff after we. I stopped seeing him. And I was like, this is annoying. So I removed the follow. And I unfollowed him. But with this guy, I just never thought... I just wanted to be like, yeah, no, it's cool. I'm chill. It's cool. Um, But then, like, to see that... And I was like, that is so strange that you would like a photo of me and my current boyfriend. I just... I'm sure maybe in his head, he's just like, oh, that's so cute. She found someone. Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's a let's let's start thinking of things more positively, yeah. like, positively like that. Yeah, like, yeah he really did. And I'm it. sure, maybe I'm sure that probably was what it was, but it's still weird to be like, okay. <laughs> I I just this just made me think of something. All this ghost talk. I had something <laughs> like, I had a, I had a girl do something really funny to me when I I uh, had like a like like just hooked up with a girl that I met at a bar, and then the next day like like texted her a little bit and then i was like ah eh, you know it's it's not i wasn't interested so i did the ghost thing that yeah. i'm not supposed to do well you hooked up so you had sex uh sort of it was which like is wild we <clears throat> think about it we can put a penis inside a vagina but you can't text and be like i didn't though i know but still it didn't happen the sex didn't i was so drunk okay well okay. so it was pretty it was just it was just two flopping know, bodies yeah <clears throat> just two naked people yeah. being too drunk 
um and <clears throat> sorry and uh <laughs> i'm I'm, my, I'm getting nervous no uh, but i stopped talking to her which is very rude and she's listening i'm sorry uh but i have my own clearly i have my own issues i'm yeah. toxic and uh <laughs> she i posted this like corny thing on my instagram story and i was like hey what should i be for halloween and she said a ghost pretty funny that is really funny pretty funny actually fair play to her i love that yeah i appreciate it at the time did you know about the term ghosting or you just like yeah yeah, okay that'd be funny if you didn't know and you're like yeah that's a great idea yeah (laughs) (laughs) just just me wearing a sheet to a party you're like oh where'd you get this idea from oh some girl i never text back yeah That's funny. Um, have you zombied or submarined or whatever these? That's mm. all the same kind of. No, I no. Don't. Zomb- the submarine, I guess, is a bit more intense. Yeah, I, th- I thought you were going to say that's when you go somebody and then drown them. I was like, that's <laughs> a lot. Is that happening a bunch? That's murder. Yeah, that's murder. Yeah, I think that's. I think there's a way different word for that. That's killing somebody. Yeah. No God. Then there's um, uh, orbiting, which is oh my God. Again, these are all the same terms. I feel like orbiting sounds like just stalking. Yeah, it After does. the fact. It feels like, yeah, is a new ghosting apparently with social media the way it is today. It's a rare that someone will completely disappear. Instead, they will keep monitoring your life updates and general musings. It's persistent lurking, but without actually ever engaging in conversation. So I guess they just mean when someone's just always watching your story. Mm. But I don't even check. That's the thing too. We all need to not check who's watching your stories. And I also kind of have this like anxious thing where I just watch every story that's in front of me, like almost mindlessly. Like I just click me through too, it. Me too. It just flicks through it. Cause I yeah. remember like, um, I had a girlfriend and, uh, she's a lovely person, but our relationship got a little bit like where I, I just felt like maybe a little, not toxic per se, but you know, where you're like, Oh, this isn't necessarily healthy for me. You know, the way sometimes I think sometimes as well with female friendships, we get, we can act like a relationship sometimes. Yeah. And it was just getting to the point where it was affecting my mental health a little bit. And I think she's great. She totally understood, but we just like took a little step back. And Did ne- you have like the conversation? Not really, a little bit, but not really. Cause we had tried to have it before and then things never got fixed. And I think we had like this strange, uh, codependency in a bit of a way but only like via phone call and i became a bit of a therapist again which i'm not qualified my therapist said i had like um uh savior fantasies because i wasn't saved and so i always want to save people and so i turned in but it was starting to affect like it was like sucking my positivity so i had to at one point and she got it was a situation that i was like oh okay this isn't like a two-way street um and i'm sure in reflection for her she probably like understood that but we kind of just i kind of i kind of took a step back and she respected that and she then she didn't like she was nice about it if that makes sense but then i by accident was going through stories and i watched a bunch of her stories just because they came up and then i was like oh my god am i like zombieing now am i doing like (laughs) or whatever i gotta stop i gotta stop i know it's been like a long time since and anytime we see each other it's just like a lovely like oh my god how have you been and a great catch-up so it turned out to be the best but yeah i think some there was like some of those terms can nearly fall into friendship sometimes where it can get like a little toxic Uh, either of you maybe having expectations that aren't realistic of just a friend or even if it was a partner it's like that's why we have therapists that's why we have you know family members even sometimes well and 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 some some friendships are meant to be a certain way yeah like 
you know, like, yes, there's somebody that you can be friends with where you hang out with every day and it's cool and it's normal and it's healthy. But then there's other people that you could still be friends with, but maybe they're more of a once a month friend. Yes. Yes. Maybe they're or, or like maybe one person's more of a have a drink friend and another person is more of a, you know, talk about your problems with friend. Yeah. I think that's really good advice because. Uh, I, if anyone's ever listening, do you ever, and for you as well, do you ever find like someone starts to really irritate you and you're like, sometimes the jump goes to, oh, maybe this person and me aren't vibing as friends. Maybe we shouldn't be friends, but I think you're right. It's more like, oh no, you shouldn't be a twice a week type of friend. That could be just a friend you see once a month. Yeah. 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 Because, and, and it's usually never even their fault. They might just do something that triggers something in you. Like maybe they're always correcting you and you're like, Ugh, this is so annoying. You know, my father always corrected me as a child. Um, but that's okay to deal with once a month. <laughs> they're, they're just not right for the role. Yeah, yeah. They're, you know, just they're, not, not, right, a, yeah, they're yeah. not a good fit for the part. Yeah, like, yeah. You've given them the right, wrong part in the play. That's yeah, so funny. You just, you just got you you to audition them, someone else for that role. Yeah, they got to play something else. You know, you can't. That is funny, especially when you get into a relationship with someone who's like, like a best friend type so like Leland has just become like my best friend over the past year I know that sounds sappy but it's true that's good though and I think it's only natural that I guess and I kind of struggled a bit with that with us dating like I want to spend loads of time with him and he wants that too and that's and we have such a great relationship and we have fun but then I was like oh my god I, I don't have the time to spend with other people but then it was also like yeah but also when i was spending time too much time with certain people it was like either because i'm very positive so a lot of like vampire people will like drain try to drain my energy or be like even sometimes in comedy i'll be like you know there's of course i want more but yeah i want really want to be present and enjoy it so people latch on to that they see how positive i am yeah and sometimes i'm like are they being paid to try and like really changed my mind about this Just, like suck your energy <laughs> and they're like, what do you mean it's all gonna be okay when you we're, we're not doing 17 shows a night and you're like jesus so then once i started dating leland and my time was taken up by him i really got to see like oh this isn't for me and this is better as a once a month like you said and it's it's nice that i have him in that regard that it kind of worked out well that he took up my time Th- th- yeah that's a good thing and, yeah. and and if and if it's keeping if you don't feel that drain with somebody you know that that's yeah. a, g- a good positive thing on your mental health and whatever you're doing it's so interesting cause especially for comedy for any of the listeners um so leland has way less than some of these people that i'm talking about and he never com- like he made the odd complaint and i mean like maybe i've heard him twice in a year of dating but he's like very much like a um oh i didn't get this but i guess i gotta try harder or i got rejected but it's okay i'll I'll hopefully get it next year and it's funny because it really put in perspective that the people that were complaining have like a hundred times more and doing comedy way less but like entitled and it was like oh you know it's nice to be around people like this the the entitlement in that industry uh, this the industry that we're in is brutal it's insane and it's one one thing that i wanted to do is because like one of my like new year's resolutions was to stop like being negative and worrying about what other what other people do and like having more that attitude that you said leland has because i mean that's a great that's the way that you should be yeah and it should be all on you like worry about what you can do not what what other people do to the point where like i've seriously been considering like taking a weekend and like getting like not having my phone with me 
Yeah. Not looking what th- what's going on. Like I think that would be extremely healthy. I think I uh, stopped scrolling on tic- or uh, on Instagram. I still cr- scroll on TikTok because it's all cats. Yeah. But uh, on Instagram, I stopped scrolling because I was like, I don't want to have to be like look and then be like, shit, I don't have a show on a Thursday. Should and see everybody else is doing shows and yeah. I'm I'm really happy for them. But it's just easier just not to scroll and use it as well as a tool. It's just to get me my fan base um, and use it as a tool as work not what and and you realize how fake the social media is and and not to steer this in too much of a comedy direction but i think that this is this goes for everything in life Mm -hmm. on social media is it's like i've had people say like that aren't in like this world be like hey man things seem like they're really going well for you i've been seeing your instagram (laughs) and i'm like Oh, they're they're not. I'm poor. Yeah, I'm not yeah, famous. Yeah. I'm this and that. And it's just all this perspective. Like or the same thing where you see like you see like this like happy family, like this husband and wife, and they're on the beach every fucking week. And then when you're actually around those two, you're like, These people are arguing and fighting all the time. They barely talk. It's it's just this it's just this like mask that no, everybody has. I agree. Hannah Burner has and I really hope I'm quoting her right, but has a funny tweet about it where she said like the more you post about your relationship online, the worse it is. Something like that. Yeah. But it's... And, like, obviously, there's exceptions to the rules. There's people who post and they're really happy. But, yeah, I think when you feel the need to be, like, I- I'm doing all these things, yeah, it sometimes maybe it is... comes from a level of insecurity. Yeah, and I think it's hard with our job because we have to share the... Insta- you have to yeah. promote. But, um, but yeah, I think um, back to the entitlement thing is, is funny because... You're, we're not owed anything in in any in any you know you can work hard and uh but you just have to it's like my dad said what's the level of your i remember saying to him one time i just want to be successful and he was like you're performing at the one of the best clubs in new york yeah so you were in ireland you know you know like i, I think this was maybe like three years ago this before the pandemic he was like you were in ireland like five four years ago not doing this yeah. so like you just need to change your measure of success what, it, it, it's not even changing it, it's 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 what is that it's changing your uh metric for success but it is also like and, and you said this earlier knowing that like when something good happens that it's not the end game there's still more work to be done but also being like this is really cool and i gotta enjoy how cool this is i a hundred percent i met me and tom were on the podcast and tom was like because i was like oh i don't necessarily want to be famous he was like you got to change that and i I get that too and i think it's good to like manifest and be like okay i am going to be successful that really helps as well too with like your confidence i think and especially in any job when you have confidence you just automatically look better yeah, you could sell a bad joke confidently. Same way you could sell a sell a bad car confidently. Like you. Same way you can approach a person at a bar for a date. Yes, once you have confidence, and I think that's the thing. It's like be confident, but then don't feel like super rejected if something doesn't happen. Like just move on. Or so like um, a lot of people in the comedy world will get a Netflix special and then be like, but you know, but what's next? And it's like, fuck off. You just enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy it for yeah, a minute. Yeah. 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 Or, or the com- I think the social media thing that you were saying is a lot of time people compare and this is the same for people in relationships. If you're comparing your relationship to someone else online, don't do that. 
because like you said you could not that we want i hope their relationship is real and i hope they're having a great time but yeah 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 but still you don't want to compare same way if i see someone gets netflix i i see a friend gets netflix you want to be like good for them and that's so great because that means maybe one day it's more reachable for me so if you see someone in a posting it don't let it affect your relationship the same way with Bridgerton I was like last episode I was like well I don't lust after Leland when he's in a room and it's like Sabine was like yeah that's toxic don't like try not to compare and I think that's why it's healthy to take time off your phone because it's so easy to compare yourself off in a in a minute you could compare yourself to 60 different people Ooh, yeah right just scrolling on their lives and being like oh and 60 different aspects of your life yeah. so whether it's yeah. career family baby. relationship yeah. baby yeah uh, like, hobbies oh i've always wanted to write a book <laughs> <laughs> it's too much <sighs> yeah okay so we did go okay we did orbiting uh bread corming i've talked about before and that's just where they like uh give you a little bit and then pull away and then give you a little bit and then pull away but they never really want to be in a relationship so it's a way to keep you casual for a really long time keeping them on the hook yeah, yeah keeping them on the hook um and then benching which is i guess is explanatory just putting you on the bench i th- I, th- I think all these things are really <laughs> highlighting awesome. well they've really been highlighting what we've kind of been talking about is that i think as great as technology has become it has seriously fucked up our communication because really all this shit can be solved i feel like with better communication oh yeah complete and that's the thing with honesty so all of these things like benching so like i guess they're they're stacking the roast the roaster it says here of like rotating different people partners but it's like honesty if you are honest that's why in one way you have to like really res- i'm monogamous and always will be but respect polyamorous couples because they're honest they're yeah. like hey we can be together but i'm also going to be seeing different people different weeks and and they set boundaries and communication so if a guy was like hey you got, he gets on hinge and he's misleading all these women because he he thinks that they won't fuck him if he doesn't mislead them with a relationship and he's keeping them on a road i'm sure there's a vice versa as well i do think it's more of a male trait but men message me if you've experienced this which i'm sure you have but um uh, <laughs> i just want to mention i haven't yeah i do so. think it's more of a but so uh, instead of being honest and being like um hey yeah like like we can hook up um i am going to be hooking up with other people they just know there's a chance that this person will be like well i'm not interested in that so it's all dishonesty and like firing and like ghosting or whatever and haunting it's a way to keep them instead of being like hey i'm not interested in a long-term relationship but i'd love to hook up anytime you want to hook up and then that way yeah fire on my story i'd I, if i'm like yeah cool we'll like keep yeah. it really casual just be fucking honest because you'll find people who are interested in that but it'll be harder work this is all laziness and then the, the girl that they want who wants a relationship i guess they just want to fuck her so they don't want to tell the truth because they know she's gonna not just hook up if she doesn't think there's a possibility of a relationship because we've become so lazy in relationships yeah, yeah, yeah because not well, and so lazy but not just lazy it's like you're getting what you want so let's say for me i always want there to be the possibility of a relationship i'm only going to hook up if i think that there's a relationship so the amount of guys who have lied and then afterwards nearly like ga- i guess gaslit me because they were like well, where did you get the idea that i wanted a relationship and I could literally be like, you said it in this message on yeah. April 22nd <laughs> at 6.10. Exhibit A. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going- so frustrating. What, now I got to be a lawyer? Yeah. yeah. yeah exhibit A. I, d- I never even thought of that. If if uh, you're, somebody's only goal out of somebody else is to have sex with them, right? 
and they're putting in minimal effort and they're getting it it's like what the f- why would you work harder at that job yeah you know what i mean like you're getting you're getting paid what you asked for why would you why would you go in early but have you misled women that you know will want a relationship still hooked up with them and just kind of been like dodging the question uh i've <laughs> I no I I don't I don't think I don't I don't think that I've done that. I I'm bad at bringing up the conversation though. Yeah. And I, and I've 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 been in things where neither of us wanted to bring up the conversation whether it's because we both have the same like tendencies maybe yeah. maybe I've been with people that are similar or I I've been like when I've wanted to bring up like the the commitment thing myself when I was with somebody that I wanted to be commitment committed to, I was scared to bring it up because I was scared of the answer. Yeah. And I'm sure that oh, it's it, a lot of fear. Yeah. In situations where I didn't want to be in something and they did, they were probably had the same type of fear. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense too. I think there's a lot of like scary. And have past. I ever lied for sex? Of course. <laughs> yeah. What was a lie? You I'll told? be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you say that you said you were an astronaut or something i'm gonna die no I, I i never i never did that but i would um like like just in like flirting this never led to sex but the pirates the baseball team in pittsburgh they were really really bad for like 20 years like yeah. so bad like to the point where nobody knew about the pirates or who that would tell people that i played for the pirates no <laughs> we got stopped that's yeah. and not, i'm at and uh, i'm out of shape that's not as far as saying you're an astronaut <laughs> people would believe it <laughs> God. Yeah, because they're like, ooh, a footballer, yeah. an NFL footballer. No, baseball. Oh, oops. They'd okay. be like, they'd be but still same thing. They'd be like, oh, this guy's on the baseball team. Damn, they'll just oh God, they'll I just won- let anybody play for the Pirates. He is extremely out of shape. I wonder I like how that. many lies I've fallen for. Have guys tell me some wild shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. <laughs> that lied. guy wasn't a DJ. He was. Uh, oh, he was. He, oh, really? he did. He did a DJ set for me. He, what's it called? A personal he DJ He serenaded set? me with, with, it was so awkward. Literally, he was like, woo, and I was like, woo, woo, woo. I didn't know what to do. Oh, he was the worst. That's, that's tough. Yeah. And like, it's funny in hindsight. That's why I think it's really important to, if you're kind of confused about someone, take a, sp- a week, take a space. I just re- recommended this to a person recently. I was like, just don't text, take a week off because they were having like an iffy and the person was being iffy. And I was like, give them their space, take your space. Cause then when you have a sp- clarity, you can kind of see and be like, wait, what do I like about this person? And then if you do miss them and you see all these qualities, but like once I ended it with the DJ and had space, I was like, I wouldn't even be friends with this person. Yeah. Space is great. Yeah. It's underrated. It is. And like when Leland goes away, because we spend so much time together, but like I love that his job takes him away a lot. Yeah. He was talking about like maybe like working nine to five. They were offering him a promotion and I really didn't want to like influence him. But I was like, I hope he doesn't take the promotion because it'd be nice to have. Of course, it'd be great if he had more money for our future. But I like that he goes away sometimes because A, I get to go away with him. And B, when I don't get to go away with him, I get to miss him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but he on his own oh, sweet to decided say. I get not to miss to, him. Yeah, I think it's it's nice to miss people. I like being with somebody too that has like their own life. Yeah. That has stuff that's not like, like like I, I don't know. Some people may like it. Like, oh, we do everything together. We like this. But I like like when a girl's like, hey, I got this going on with my friends. I do this on. 
you know i i play volleyball yeah. on the weekends i like to i like to run i'm a runner yeah and like i do that with these people or i go on these trips with like my girlfriends yeah. and it's like i like that because i do i do that shit and i mean com like comedy for me is um like i try like if if like i'm hanging like hanging out late at the bar like with some friends like comic friends i don't feel as like bad because like they have their own shit we have our own shit yeah 100 percent. no i don't think i think codependency is uh uh not healthy at all yeah um no i completely agree with you and so that's what i mean it's nice that, that you know he has a job that takes him away so you do spend some time apart because you have the unique thing of both being in comedy yeah yeah so like it gives you another like yeah. we uh, also have completely different friends in comedy as well um, remember that time I brought him out with you guys and oh, you were so nice because he's like quite introverted and you were like he was on his phone a few times and you were like Leland come on well, I, yeah I mean I mean I think that that's like it's 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 good to have space I, I think even when you're in a relationship and you could like you know again too much space that's probably a problem yeah but, like but I also it. it's like if you're in a healthy relationship and you don't talk about childhood traumas or you don't talk about like or you're not very dramatic if you don't have space you run any things to talk about like you know even sometimes with me and leland like on the phone yesterday I just called him but it was like after a minute it's like all right okay nothing i don't really have anything to talk about didn't really do anything goodbye and that's fine but like at least when you know he'll come back today and he'll like tell me all about like working for this um rapper that was at the event and that's fun <laughs> where if we don't have time apart we'll run out of things to say it's true yeah and even if you talk about your childhood trauma you're gonna re-talk about that a couple of times <laughs> i remember being like 13 on the phone with a girl we would just talk for like an hour and there would like 20 minutes of that hour would just be complete silence it's <laughs> like nobody had anything to say yeah yeah and that's okay to just kind of yeah i've been i've dated guys where we've talked for like hours at a time and it's always turned out to be kind of toxic anyway it's never toxic. really like me and leland will talk about like fun stuff or you know like no i didn't realize how you could just talk about normal stuff i know that seems kind of dumb but i dated so many guys who had so many issues and problems and dramas and it was like fun to talk about it and be like oh yeah let me like oh i can't believe they said that too and like with leland it's like we'll just like talk about an article we read and that's kind of fun yeah, it's a that's little. like just normal. It's like sometimes you need to just keep it light. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. He has no. I'm still waiting for his trauma. My therapist was like, he, we had an argument and he reacted in this way, and she was like, he's just dealing with his childhood trauma. And I was like, what is it though? <laughs> <laughs> he won't tell me. It's been like a year. Um. Okay. Situationship. Situationship involves. I've been in a bunch of these. Two people entering a romantic relationship for convenience due to circumstance outside of genuine interest. This can be the result of living in proximity. Like when you start seeing a neighbor because the commute was easy, a situation ship by nature <laughs> has an expiration date. I think that's huge in New York. That's so huge yeah. in New York. Especially during the pandemic. Yeah, people people are like, I'm not dating somebody that lives outside of Astoria. That's a that's yeah. a forty minute train ride. Yeah, I've to had get to that person's I've had people on hinge be like, Oh, where do you live? And I'll be like Astoria and they'll be like, Oof, I'm deep Brooklyn. And you're like <laughs> <laughs> They're like, mm, it's not gonna work. And you understand, you're like, Yeah, no, it makes and sense. Like, yeah. Oof um the slow fade is ghosting in an abrupt end to a relationship oh if ghosting is then a slow fade is death by a thousand cuts that's so true where they kind of are just like each week like start seeing you less and then they won't really ghost but they haven't got the balls to tell you they're not interested so you'll be like how are you and they'll be like fine but you know it's kind of like a, a slow disappearance 
Yeah, it's it's like they have so uh, many terms for what feels ghost, like the same it's thing. Ghosting with a soft landing. Yeah, it's like they're in a coma. They didn't die yet, but they're about to. That one though too is is to try to get them to bring up the conversation first. Oh, get the other yeah. person to bring up the conversation first, and being, to also being, make them dislike you. Yeah, being pussies. Yeah, there's been. I remember a guy, and he was like, "Oh, I cheated on her just because I really didn't want to break up with her." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, that's." awful but also kind of doubled down yeah maybe he's using an excuse for his cheating um okay wait i gotta find so this was the one that the girls talked about last night fortune favors have you heard this fortune favors yeah no so it's a term for a narcissist and obviously have you ever dated a narcissist no but i I feel like i've been learning a lot about myself here i hope i'm not learning that i'm also a narcissist no no i don't think so because i don't think you're a narcissist a narcissist when when they're dating someone so they'll usually love bomb which is a lot of attention very quickly get the person on the hook and then they start to tell the person everything they want to hear and then they start to mirror their behavior or even mirror what they think they want in a partner so when the person like what are you looking for the future or what do you want and then they start saying that they'll do this they'll do that but with no it's like a lot of the time it's just to suck the energy out of the person and they tend to end up being controlling partners um, and and emotionally abusive or abusive jesus so um fortune favor fortune favor is where uh, and i just learned this term last night and the girls the way they explained it was you'll be seeing a guy and it's usually more linked with narcissist behavior but you'll be seeing a guy or a woman but usually a guy i guess in this regard because i think this is more of a guy move to do this specific thing where they'll or maybe maybe a girl okay wait anyway you'll be seeing a person i don't want to put it into a box and they'll say um you know i have uh my 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 grandfather's 80th is coming up in three months and i can't wait for you to come and meet them but even you started seeing each other or oh you know where we should go we should go to paris in the summer but it's like spring if you only started seeing each other and what happens then a lot of time is it comes around to the summer you're still not in a relationship but they've been and you don't go to paris they just set these seeds so you think oh in, they want a relationship obviously because who would say that um well the whole time you're not you're like letting slides on what they're doing in the meantime so they haven't committed to you they might not be you know they haven't given you the label but it's a way to set you up like to make you vulnerable and you know have sex and be like a girlfriend without the label or a boyfriend without the label when really they've no intention of long term they're just like tricking you that i don't know anybody saying that they've um what's the word deliberately done that yeah i guess I'm, deliberately is not the word i was thinking of but it's close uh deliberately done that move now I know on the, which is it's kind of fucked up. That's a that's a if if you're doing that like with that intention, like if you're like yeah. I'm gonna say go to Paris in the summer because it's great, and that'll make her think this and that, that. I want serious, but I'm yeah. not saying if I want serious. Consciously doing that, that's some just serious manipulation. Yeah. Now I know that I've been on like second or third dates with a girl, and it's and they've said something about like doing something in the future like like if if it's like uh, like december they're like oh you never been to a mets game <laughs> we gotta go to a mets yeah. game sometime and i am immediately probably because of my own commitment issues i'm immediately like abort yeah and but i don't think she's doing it for the 
favor fortune reason fortune favor reason they need a better word for that by the yeah, way yeah i hope i looked up the right word fortune favors i wrote, typed in the toxic term narcissist dudes but let me actually type in fortune for, oh you know uh, oh you know oh it's in my phone oh i can't get into instagram fuck but i'm um, uh damn it let me just see uh is, is it on your instagram toxic no it's in a, a message group but uh, I, I, can't, I locked myself out of instagram on my laptop but i think that's why it's easier to fit it in in men versus women um uh so let's say usually women are told don't mention anything too much in the future because usually men are the ones with commitment issues so i would never on a third fourth fifth sixth day ever mention anything in the future because i don't want to scare the guy off so that does fit more into men versus women because when men do it usually more likely the woman is looking for a relationship or he's targeted someone who is looking for a relationship so he's like okay i'll just get her on the hook by saying i want something in the future so now she won't ask for the relationship talk because he's like oh we're going in paris in the summer and she's like oh well he said that so obviously he wants serious long term so okay so i I, I want to know, you probably may not have an answer for this because it's kind of like a tough question to ask, but like I'm noticing like in this conversation that like it seems like in these situations, <laughs> men are not looking for the commitment and women seem to more often be looking for the commitment. Yeah. And do it's, you agree with that? Is, yeah. Yeah. I feel what, like it's like guys. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I think for guys, maybe it's harder to commit because there's so much choice and they truly are like oh you know i could have sex with all like all these hot women in new york but girls actually can have sex with all these hot men yeah i i think that like in this in this turn in this part in this whatever we're talking about the girls who feel like they've been zombie all the people who feel like they've been annoyed by these terms because they're, they're usually it's because they're looking for a relationship yeah um and i think people who are looking for a relationship are just more want to have sex with one person get comfortable enjoy that um like now i'm talking about monogamous relationship want to build a partnership maybe have a family one day want someone to come home to at night and um so the people who get annoyed by these terms or upset by these terms it has to be because they were looking for a relationship yeah because if they weren't they were just like oh, thank god he ghosted me <laughs> now True. i gotta meet up with michael um <laughs> um yeah so and i think that's the problem i think men who have uh who are there's okay there's two things there's men who have commitment issues and just want to fuck around aren't being honest and being like oh look i'm never gonna be looking for a relationship but if you want to hang out great and if you're honest then it's like whatever if i get involved then that's my own fault you fucking told me the truth yeah um then there's the second group who men who do say i have commitment issues or like hey i'm not going to be ready for a relationship for a long time and a woman goes well i can change him um he'll feel differently about me so there there's there's the guy who tricks and then they got the guy who's honest and the people who don't believe. So I just think we got to be honest and we got to be not fantasists or delusional. Um, and then be careful of these behaviors because a lot of people do date narcissistic people yeah. and they will ruin your life and they might, you could end up in a relationship with them and they're controlling and and i don't even know if narcissist is the term for it because it's emotionally abusive and i think that's like so a lot of these terms we got ghosting zombieing and all that that's just like fuckboy shit but then the fortune favor for and i can't even find the proper term. that's some it. like next level that's like shit. that's like where you're gonna be and on the listeners now you know i had a guy check my pulse to see if i was lying a guy 
uh, who would like hit me during sex, even though I said I didn't like it, but he would, he would just be like, oh, I lost my, you know, head or two guys try to get me to move in with them really early or like uh, start bitching about my guy, like uh, weird things to like try to uh, isolate me from friends or, or, or just turn up at my job all the time. So like all of these weren't just fuckboys. They were like toxic, narcissistic, abusive. That sounds evil. Yeah, yeah, but they're like I also was attracted to that, you know. Okay. Yeah, I, I didn't mean like to a be a bad boy, or it was just no was subconscious attraction. Well, so I my my mother has serious mental health issues, undiagnosed, and um, I yes, I try not to talk about it too much on this podcast because they fucking listen and then they 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 try to get me canceled off sure. the podcast once. <laughs> it's just weird. It's like you don't you know you know anyway chill but um uh and they tried with like a big management agency that don't represent me so i was like thanks for thinking i'm more successful than i am <laughs> um but i that's what i grew up around you know i saw like a, a lot of violence in the home um and i saw like between my parents and then i saw uh and and i and i know or was always like walking on eggshells with my words or uh, everything was kind of like emotional terrorism with certain situations and i know how to deal with that you know and that's kind of like i know how to like really keep my voice calm when someone's shouting at me i know how to like pull someone off and off like a manic edge so you kind of think you're what somebody might need that's yes, like yes and, and I, it's uh. probably what i identified with love as well and and my father's not like that at all he's amazing um but like I, my main relationship was with my mother for a long time so i think i was mirroring a lot of it, a lot of that and then yeah. even my therapist was like i think you know, you were trying to save these guys who are a bit like your mother or whatever, like you thought you could fix them or help them or, and I just was attracted. It's just some weird, sick Freudian shit. But at some point, you know, you have to be like, well, I'm the problem if there's like a series of relationships like this. So yeah. you have to really like, and it's the same for anybody listening who, oh, you've been, you've been, uh, ghosted a bunch and you're always upset about that but you have to learn at some point to be like no that guy's not for me move on to the next one you know or like or you keep ending up with guys who say at the start have commitment issues and then three months later you're annoyed they didn't commit to you oh jesus just listen to them when they say i've come and walk away there's yeah. a million people and i think until you start to kind of figure out what you want so if you want long term you got to just put your cards on the table very quickly with people and find out who's looking for long term, which I know can scare a lot of people. But who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's it's kind of like it may suck in the moment if you scared away somebody that you kind of like. But clearly, like the problem was just going to get way, way worse. Yeah. And you can just say it like don't do it like with a guy who asked me on the first date what my five year plan is. That would freak anybody out because somebody's asked you that. Yeah, that was the t that was the pulse checker. Yeah. I mean, he did a lot. I mean, it. It, you know when you repeat the story it's kind of embarrassing because like, your pulse he checked my pulse he lied about std medication he had his ex's underwear he like started to uh ne negate or something what's the word what i wore negging oh he negged as well have you ever have you ever heard of that guy that wrote that book no he's like a fucking asshole called like the game yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's the other thing why why do we think there's so many guys like this because he's just thought a bunch of incels how to like like because it was something like if you nag a woman and she's so used to getting compliments she's like but you're just playing into like well, someone who's maybe insecure well the idea is something like like if you go and there's like a like a attractive girl at the bar and you would say something like god you'd be perfect if you didn't wear all that fucking eyeshadow and it's like she's confused because she's been complimented and insulted at the same yeah. time so then <gasps> what what that's supposed to do is make her like like oh fuck how do i this everybody's you know he told me that i would be this but 
now I kind of want that approved. It's it's very it's very manipulative. It's really manipulative. It's I never up. I never read it, but I, I've heard about the yeah that like specific example. Yeah. No, I don't like that. <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah. What is anybody just walk away as soon as and women do that too as well. Like a guy friend told me like. You know, he was like, and he's. It was like a Irish thing, and and this guy's spoken about it in his own. Um, it's funny because if any of my Irish guy friends are listening now who aren't comedians, they're like, "What are you about to say about me?" No, it's none of you guys. <laughs> uh-huh. This is a comedian, but he he spoke. He, oh, it was Des, and he spoke about it on this podcast where like sometimes Irish women neg, where they roast you and they slag you, and that's like flirting. But sometimes it's like, "Well, this is mean." Okay, <laughs> so it can happen definitely in the roles reverse. Yeah, I, th- I think there's a difference though between like flirty like. Yeah, there's this, but there's a small line. You got to be careful. I remember one time, like I always slag, but then I said something to Leland, and he was like, "Yeah, that just hurt my feelings." And I was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot, actually. (laughs) That's too much. But um, I think with the long term conversation, I don't think you need to go straight on the first date. But I I think it's easier on online to be like, "Oh, are you looking for just um to hook up, or would you like to potentially?" Uh, date someone one day and that's a super normal question I think that yeah and then they'll be like oh I'm just looking um you know if I meet someone great you know whatever and then I think when you like a couple of dates in definitely like and you can tell the vibe or you can if they if they're making an it's oh you know what it's so hard oh my god I never want to go back out there no what was it with your partner that made you kind of go did you have the conversation uh yeah i mean we both i kind of brought it up in the in the sense of like it's uh like i know this is like really lame to have this conversation and then yeah yeah it's it's that's good yeah i had what is your advice though for people you were what we we were drunk too. Oh yeah, it's always to, easier to when you're little, drunk. Had to have a little bit of a buzz on. Yeah, but then the next day you have to be like, "Do we? Do you remember that you committed to me?" <laughs> <laughs> we're married, actually. Uh, we we got a guy to come over, and it's no, like, we weren't that drunk. Uh, Rachel and Ross and friends. A Rachel Ross situation. Yeah, <laughs> but wait, what? What's your advice though? Because I'm trying to think of good advice for people who are looking for long term but don't want to scare potential partners away. How do you say that early on? <sighs> I'm clearly if anybody's been listening to this my advice is probably not one to be heated but I would say don't do what I've done in the past or do a lot is like be communicating at all times like almost like if it feels like yeah. if it feels like you're being like I don't know if, if you feel like you don't want to say something because you're super worried about their reaction just kind of think like okay what's worst case scenario right worst case scenario i put myself out there and i ask if they want to be in a relationship and if they're like no like worst case scenario is no i actually find you completely repulsive right that's worst case scenario yeah at least you didn't waste any more time yes that's what i mean so then in that worst case scenario it's like oh my feelings are hurt fuck i'm repulsive but at least i know at least i didn't wait to develop more attraction and care about that you're leading yourself from more hurt also you just always got to remember if someone's not into you it's not like gonna like i know it feels personal but it's like whatever someone else you you can't be everybody's type no um i think for people who want to uh meet someone long term i think my advice is to date if you're in a city keep dating multiple people um until 
someone until you're ready to have the conversation with a person what they're looking for because then that way you're not getting attached to one person who hasn't said that they want a relationship and that way you're keeping your options open and seeing who you want because I think sometimes for women we tend to meet someone and then like kind of spend a lot of time with them and then not end up in a relationship how how upfront do you think you need to be with all those people about the fact that you're dating dating other people I mean, I think you'd be upfront, but I, if you want to be that upfront, when you, you could be like, "Hey, I'm dating multiple people because I'm looking to," you know, as I say this, I've only done it once, and yeah. then I met Leland. So, <laughs> but I, I, the other thing, if you don't want to date multiple people and you're not comfortable with that, I think you have to early on tell a person that you are, you do want to meet someone long term, and like you could say, like, no pressure on you. I just want to make sure that that's something you're looking for in in the foreseeable yeah. future, because that's why I said with the the guy who liked the picture of Leland, I was kind of like. He was like, "What do you, what do you want out of this?" And um, because I was, because I, we weren't going to see each other that week. And I said, "Hey, if I'm like dating someone, I want to see them at least once a week." And he was like, "Well, what are you looking for?" And I was like, oh, "To have a relationship in the foreseeable future. It doesn't mean now, but I want to build towards that." And then he was like, "I don't see myself in a relationship for years." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Well, then this isn't going to work for me." That's that's a good way for that person to be for sure. Yeah, and I think for saying like foreseeable future isn't like. Oh, I but don't are you being honest about that though? That like you didn't want the relationship right now because I think some people will say like yeah I want a relationship at some point just so they're not like fully being like I want a relationship well I wanted a relationship then but we had only had four dates so I was still getting to know him so I was okay with it not but I I had said to him oh I had said like I usually wouldn't date longer than three months if it's not going to turn into a relationship and he was like oh I wouldn't be ready for years so I had said the three months I had put a time limit on it and I did that with the DJ too, because he was like, we can be exclusive after like a month and a half, because we were spending so much time together and it was during COVID. But he was like, well, I don't want a relationship for a long time. And he was like, when would you want a relationship? And I was like, I would definitely want to have a conversation after about like three to four months. And then we hit the three to four months thing and I just ended it because I was like, we're not. I envy that. You seem really good at difficult conversations. Yeah. And I'm not. Okay. Where can everybody follow you? Uh, they can follow me at Raby Killingham on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> at Raby Ghosting them. At Raby. Oh, no! <laughs> at, you can f- uh, somebody's probably going to make that Twitter handle now. And it's just going to be all st- or, or a blog and just all stories about my shittiness. Um, at Raby Killingham. And uh, and I have a new podcast out with uh, with Sean Donnelly. Yeah, he's been uh, on the podcast before, so make sure to go listen to it. it looks friend great. of the podcast <laughs> yeah. uh, here. Uh, it's called Brand New Jerks, and you could find that uh, anywhere you stream your podcast. And what's that about again? Where you pick two jerks and see who's a bigger jerk? Oh, that that's just a segment on the podcast oh. where we have a, we have a jerk off, <laughs> and uh, and and you, you see who's the bigger jerk. But the podcast is actually kind of. Um, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say similar to like this, but like we are confronting like people pleaser traits because oh, we're yeah. but we both consider ourselves kind of people pleasers. Such a people pleaser. Me too, and it, and it's rough. And I thought it was relatable, and I think it's something that like people don't talk about outwardly. But every time I say that I have this feeling, like I was like ah, I was there. I feel like such an idiot. I feel like I embarrass myself. I feel like everybody there doesn't like me. I just want to be liked. And I, me and Sean both started having more and more people like. I feel that way too. Mm-hmm. I feel that way too. So I thought it was good to like do a podcast where we talk about that and then goof about other shit. You know what as well? Like I realized, and I'm in a guy like the therapy, but was that if I wasn't giving people advice or helping them with their problems, I didn't know what to what I, what value I had in the in the relationship. That's tough. And it's like now I'm just like oh, I could just be quiet or talk about 
the weather. <laughs> well, well, well that, that's 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 why the name is Brand New Jerks is because we want to we're trying to find ways to not be so people pleaser, maybe be more comfortable being yeah. the bad guy, because sometimes you do have to be a bad guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I for the first time ever told a comedian to fuck off. And it was so nice because the men in time like guy comedians and like, you know, and even a girl the other day like was like talking during my set uh, on stage and I told her to shut up and it was a, com- a female comedian. And she was like, okay. <laughs> and you did the right thing. Yeah. And I would have never done that. You're, I wouldn't have done that pre-therapy. But now I'm like, I don't give a fuck if she doesn't like me afterwards. How fucking disre- disrespectful that the whole audience is now looking at you having your loud ass fucking conversation in the showroom. But that's what I'm saying. That makes mm. you a better person. That makes that le- that, But that makes, you le- that makes it less likely to happen. Oh, know? no, it's so great. You have to set your standards. So I'm glad I learned that. Okay. I'm going to turn off the f- phone recording. Cause I feel cool. Like it's going to this was amazing thank that you was so, so much, much. yeah you enjoyed it you were yeah hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.